Hey, what's up? This is Coach C. Collins. It's Coach MJ. And welcome to About That Life Podcast, where we talk about basketball life and everything in between. Thank you guys again for those who are supporting. We incredibly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to ask if you're uh, checking this out, you uh, like, share, subscribe. Please destroy that like button, uh, incinerate it. Uh, I can't think of any other good pronouns right now, but <laughs> do what you can. Uh, it it uh, helps with the algorithm. It helps support us. Again, one small click for you is a big help to us. Um, you know, uh, it's uh, it's the new year, right? We made yes, it. sir. 2021. <laughs> we made it, man. Um, for those who are listening, obviously, you made it too. So congratulations. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be insensitive to everybody who didn't make it. But still, it is one of them things, man. It's the Bible to fit us right now because that's how Governor Newsom has me feeling. Oh, boy. <laughs> but no in all seriousness no i'm glad uh uh we're in the new year and you know hopefully things will progressively get better obviously we have you know just a couple current events in the world is the vaccines getting pushed out there first line workers getting hit up with it uh some of our um our government officials obviously are, have been getting the vaccines uh which you know we'll just wait and see what happens uh schools are trying to open back up and again, I'm mainly speaking for California. They're trying to open back up. I know in other parts of the country, things are going like normal. You go to Florida, you would never guess we're in a pandemic right now. <laughs> because they live in life to the fullest. Them and ATL. Them and ATL are like, fuck it. We're, we ain't stopping nothing. So I think uh, that's where James Harden goes every, uh, <laughs> every week. That's where he goes to train. <laughs> yeah, he goes see his personal trainers in Florida and Atlanta. But um. No, we made it to episode 15. Uh, it's been a great deal, kind of something uh, I know I've said on previous shows uh, just recurrently is we wanted to get uh, Sir Tetris back here. Uh, Sir back. Sir back. Motet. I'm in Rod. Yeah, we definitely wanted to get him back on um, because he was our first guest. Yep. If you uh, want to learn more about his background, I'm not going to get too much into that because we have a whole episode dedicated to that. So Those please go check that anymore. out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> please go check that out. No more origin story. <laughs> but it is great to have him here, uh, having a college coach kind of give his perception on the covid and everything and we'll elaborate into that more but uh it's great to have you back sir so appreciate it chris no problem no problem appreciate good to see it. you man and also he's a longtime friend of mine in case you guys didn't already figure that out from before uh but um let's get right into it uh how are things adjusted how's the season thus far amazing amazing uh, yeah we we our record isn't amazing. Okay. But we're we're amazing. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna leave it at that. So if you want to see the record, just up athletics.com slash women's basketball. So if you want to check the record out, you can go ahead and do that. Five hundred, under five hundred. I mean, you can go on the website and check oh, that out. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> see how we do it. Very good here. political <laughs> answer. Very good. So let's let's get into the the navigating COVID. How yeah. how how has your team approached navigating COVID nineteen? Uh I, so a lot of a lot of schools are kind of doing the same exact thing. So uh, everybody's testing. Um, some schools are opting not to. Okay. Um, and that comes to this. That's own. an option. I didn't even know that was like. Yeah. For NCAA, it's not an option. Right. Like you have to. Right. Uh, if you're NCAA, because they're not dealing with none of that legal stuff. But um, NEIA, there are. Um, they're leaving it up to the the institution and the conferences to kind of figure out what they want to do. Okay. So uh, we're testing, and 
we're getting tested quite a bit. So okay. just so we can get out there and play. Cause you know, at the end of the day, we don't, we don't know what the long-term effects of COVID-19 is really mm-hmm. after an athlete, you know, responds back from it or comes back from it. So we're doing everything we can to not put them in a position where they actually can get COVID. So okay. whether that's, you know, not just physical distancing, but like, you know, uh, potting with each other when they're living in, in, uh, their dorms. Right. Um, making sure that when we're on road trips, we're only going to specific spots. Like we're not trying to go all over the city. Uh, we're traveling together, uh, just doing everything we possibly can to make sure we're as safe as possible. So, I mean, we've been navigating it pretty well. I mean, for a school that doesn't have a budget for like a whole lot of COVID testing, right, we've been right, making right. it work. So yeah. yeah, we've been doing our job. And then, um, your head coach this year, uh, just doing a little research about him. Uh, this is his first year, though, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. First how, year at Jessup. How, I mean, I'm not trying to get you fired or nothing, but wow. I'm just saying. I'm just saying how. Wow. No, I'm saying like how's that? Because because you know when you talk about your boss, yeah. it, it, some uh, could take it the wrong way. But yeah. no, I'm just saying how's that experience been in that relationship with him so far? It's been great. Um, actually, we we live together, so oh, it's pretty dope. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, there so. you go. <laughs> so, uh, so you really get to know. Yeah, each we other. really we we've got to know each other quite well, actually. So uh, he he spent seven years uh, at Duke. Mm-hmm. And um, then he coached in the G League. He's been overseas coaching professional mm-hmm. basketball. So he's been like all over uh, everywhere. Yeah. And um, I've, seen ask, I've seen him around yeah. in the gym and stuff. I haven't said hello to him because I know you guys are doing your thing, yeah. usually coaching. But and no, he, he seems like say, a cool guy. say something to him all the time because he's yeah. cool. He's a good yeah. dude. So uh, he, he, he came over here. He wanted to be close to the family. He wanted to do something different than like, you know, the Power Five conference stuff. And so um, it's been amazing because you get – like you literally get the, the the experience that you would get at like those big Division One schools, like at the NAI level, which is almost impossible. Like right. you don't really wow. get those. So I'm trying to help a lot of the young ladies understand. Like you say you want to play Division One, or you were Power Five, or whatever you say you were. Like you're literally getting it every day mm-hmm. from him, from us, like everything. So um, that's one of the recruiting things we tell them. It's like, look, y'all want to go play D1. That's great, but like sometimes you're not going to play on those D1 teams even though you're on the team. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to play here and you're going to help us win a national championship yeah. at the end of the day. And you get that experience. So one of the things he says is is the only difference between like Duke and us is the ESPN contract. Like we do everything exactly the same. We work just as hard. We lift. We do all that stuff. We don't have, you know, multi-million dollar facilities, but the you baskets know, are still the same. The baskets are still, <laughs> still the, the same. same the courts are still right. exactly. So you're gonna get that same experience with us. You know what I mean. So that's been it's been dope, man. He's he's amazing. Wow, like, really that's good. good. I'm, I've been peeping your guys' schedule too. Yeah. Um, I know I talked about it a few episodes when you guys played against um, uh, University uh, Reno. Yeah. And uh, you guys lost by one. Yep. Right. Oh, so man. that was that was when uh, uh, AC had yeah. a good game. She so went off. yeah. So and. You know, we've been talking, but I'm just saying overall, you guys have been playing a, a really good competitive totally. schedule, like a lot of D1s and stuff like that. I know we talked about prior to the show, all the travel and stuff. Just wanted you to kind of elaborate on all that. It's been crazy. Um, we well, Our goal is to play between five to eight D1s every single year. So, you know, for us, it, it's it's an opportunity for them to see what it's going to take to win a national championship at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to play crazy schedules. So, for example, we played – five schools in seven days 
right? So that's oh, our, yeah. our national tournament. Before it was exact same setup. We had to play five games in seven days. Yes, you know? So yes. like we're we're telling them like this is what it's gonna feel like. Yeah. We have to perform literally every single night. You get banged up and you gotta suck that shit up and get so, ready for the next one. And so we we went from. So we went from Jessup, we drove down to Southern California, went to Riverside, played Cal Baptist University, really good mm-hmm. school. They actually used to be an NAI school. Yeah, I remember that. Um, they went to D2, then they went D1, they're killing it. Um, played them, drove to Southern Utah, played Southern Utah the next day, wow. then drove to Utah Valley, played them the next day, then drove to Idaho like that next day as yeah. the, our road trip. We yeah. practiced that night, and then we wow. played College Idaho the following night, the following two nights in a row. And we drove back from Idaho, from uh, Caldwell, Idaho, all the way back. That's seven days, seven right? Days. Oh, damn. Yeah, and we crossed four states the whole time. Wow. Bro. That sound kind of fun as a player. It was, it was dope. <laughs> Spent the whole week. Like, it was, yeah. it was fun. No, yeah. that's great. I mean, um, it, and I'm, well, I want to say, has it, okay, has COVID made it kind of easier to make these schedules or has it made it more difficult? Like, or is it just pretty much all the same? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, so when we played, like, we played um, Southern Utah and Utah Valley. That was actually supposed to be Utah Valley. Was supposed to, be, I think, be on the second that we were supposed to play them yeah. on the second. And and so like that didn't end up happening. We said, okay, we want to give these girls a, a bigger break, so we're gonna play them back to back to back. And that oh, was tough. Wow. Okay. So like some schools have to have to uh, postpone the games because they might have like a contact tracing thing. So they'll just have to wait until they see if they get a you know the two negatives in a row. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've seen that happen, but like, I mean, it hasn't been difficult because teams are like, we just want to play. Right. And we're just like, well, we're available on these dates. If we can mm-hmm. figure out how we can make it logistically, we'll make it work. Nice. So it hasn't been too crazy, but I'm also not the one doing all the scheduling. That's <laughs> so true. For me, right. it's great. Right, you know, right. I'm just like, yeah, I'll drive. You know? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. The the other administration, they're like, yeah, it's it's having to change flights and you know not getting money back for hotels and stuff. Like, it's a lot that uh, money that gets put into it that we don't really think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all right. Well, no, that's shit. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad overall you guys are even having a season because, yeah. like you know. You know, I'm a high school coach, and yeah. we ain't, I, I, I still don't <laughs> Yo, think that shit's happening. Did you Did you see the uh, the thing that Which California one? CIF put out? Like it was, it was. Uh, I didn't see the CIF. I did see the now extending. I was going to get in that later in the okay. show, but just talk about that. Governor Newsom came out. They're still extending the stay at home order. So yeah, yeah. who kn- still looks like technically we can't even get out the house till February. Yeah, and yeah. and and so like the, I was looking at on Twitter. I think it was and the CIF put out something that talked about like the the types of sports that are like higher contact and the ones that aren't. So like if you're in a specific uh, color zone or whatever it is, then you can do your sport. And for basketball, it's like you have to basically, there has to be no COVID cases and we have to be back to normal to play basketball. Like it was yeah. almost impossible. <laughs> for that yeah. I was like, well, no basketball season, I guess. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's crazy, man. Like, it's, Well, Mark, get ready to do a lot of training, ain't right? Gonna no break. Real. <laughs> ain't gonna be no break, right. bro. I ain't mad about it. I ain't mad about it. It's wild, man. I, yeah, it's just I don't know. This year is gonna gonna be interesting. Just I'm hoping a lot of positive in 21. I'm just trying to be. Has hopeful. to be. It has, has to, to be. be. Yeah, we went through has 20, man. That was crazy. <laughs> exactly. I um I wanted to talk about your AAU girls team. Yeah. Um, because they kind of fascinate me. Just thinking about it overall. And Mark, I'll kind of give you the quick rundown. Mm-hmm. Um. He has a uh, – uh, he's essentially – him and Coach Shaw, 
Um, and, and Coach Leah, we got to put her in there. Oh, Coach Leah. Coach she, Leah, she's, she's uh, well. I yeah. Anyways, well, go ahead. I, I was going I, to was get I, to I, that. Messing you up, Chris. You a, have a thing a little bit right now. Yo, no, I wasn't. I wasn't have a thing. I was <laughs> just right. trying to. My bad. You're ruining the show. Man. Okay. Wow. Well, you know why? But you know why I'm doing this? You know why I'm doing this? Why one, are you doing one, this? One, I didn't get my water. Like, you oh, my God. Me water last I night. told and you. <laughs> I told you the first time two. you're a guest, part two, you're just part of the show now. No, so. and then part two, uh, there's just, no greening in uh, M&M's. But you have a headphones now. I got the now. peanut butter M&M's. But you have headphones you now. Green we M&Ms. upgraded. And then. And if I, you look at the video, the walls were empty as fuck when you were in here. <laughs> <laughs> now there's actually <laughs> stuff behind you and everything. So, so I was the guinea pig. Yes, uh, you were. And then so the. Uh, and the third one, yes, the headphones. I appreciate that. Okay. I couldn't hear myself. I felt like I was screaming the whole time. <laughs> I felt I was talking over here. I couldn't hear myself. You know what I mean? So it was like, it kind of was or it was. So. But it works out now, right? I mean, whatever, man. See, see <laughs> this is how you know we're friends. He didn't get his water. He oh his water. God. Okay. I didn't get my water. All right. Shout out to my non-sponsor, Hydro Flask. See? Okay. <laughs> what, what I was going to say was you and Mike Shaw pretty much handle the YBA girls division at this point i mean you know obviously unofficially unofficially yeah you um you know you you help out a lot our, our girls program is uh succeeds because of a lot of the stuff you do there's just no doubt about that and then, um yes coach leo what i was going to mention with her is uh the things she the things she's been doing for yba just helping out with like recovery for anthony and yep. You know, helping the athletes learn how to take care of their bodies and, yep. and then helping out, helping you out with the girls team. And what was really unique, Mark, with his girls team is they're all young. They're all very yeah. young. Uh, but he plays them at 17U. Yep. But he nice. has uh, Harper, who's more than likely going to be a D1, 6'3", oh, 6'4", yeah. wow. guard. How old is she right now? Was she? She'll be 15 in, yeah. in a couple of weeks, I think, or a week or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Jamila, right? Yep. Uh, I, I connected him with her mom because me and her mom uh were throwback friends shout mm-hmm. out to frank well yeah uh, frank well who breeds she breeds d1 Yo, athletes <laughs> whole family got d1 yeah her son is at uh fuck i forgot when university yeah there yeah. you go I, wow. I mean she has like five kids and they're all like d1 athletes wow. but then her husband was a yeah. d1 athlete okay, her husband's okay. name is a uh, jeremiah farms okay. and uh our ex-husband sorry but they were uh when they were together uh but she um he was a well known in sack for his football yeah. and everything okay. and i think now he's a ufc fighter and uh, makes a bunch of money with that but again this the, the genetically yeah, they just yeah, work yeah, and yeah. breed these top yeah. level athletes and so yep. she's in about to be a freshman right yeah she is one and, right now and Damn. he has that's his she's 14 that, that's your point guard right or, yeah starting point guard yeah you know what i mean and he's having them compete at the 17 level but the thing is you know they're winning i mean yeah they're yeah. losing some time oh, we too, take but, our lumps yeah for but, sure. but they're we'll winning take our lumps yeah and yeah. What I really want to talk to you about that is, like, um, not too many coaches. I mean, some coaches take that side, and you kind of do it as a trainer with your side when you had your young guys going against Mm -hmm. Marcus and all that and getting their Mm -hmm. ass kicked. And (laughs) now they're at that point, right? They're they're playing good. I was just kind of interested in your perspective, having, like, how do you keep these young girls going again, keeping them in mind that, hey, because you're going against – 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds, yeah. you know, maybe 16, whatever the case may be. You're going against these juniors and seniors, yep. and, you know, you're going to take these 50-point L's, 40-point yeah. L's. You're yep. going to, you know, get your ass kicked. And 
with girls, you know how hard it is to not get them to quit or not yep. give them to give up. Like, what yeah. have you learned through this this process, and what have you done? Uh, not put emphasis on winning or losing. Okay. Uh, uh, like, win or loss. Like, I don't get too high or too low about winning or losing. And most of it is because I understand, like, a 14-year-old mind doesn't understand what I know. So, like, we've taken our L's in open gyms all the time, gotten our bus kicked. We've been part of people crossing us and we fall over. We've had all that stuff. But, like, when we go to open gyms, we have somebody like our teammates that are supportive, you know. And so I found out most kids don't have coaches who are willing to walk with them through that. They have coaches who are like, you're going to win this game mm -hmm. if it, you know what I mean? It's going to mean the world to you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not into that. Like, you're 14 years old, 15, 16. You need to learn how to take L's and then what you need to do to get better. And that's all I focused literally on this whole time. And so, you know, it's it's it was a transition for a lot of them because they would look at the scoreboard all the time, which I, I want you to compete. I want you to work hard. Like, I need that from you. But there's a way to play basketball that's like the right way for your team doesn't mean it's the right way like all the time but for who you have on a team that's the right way to play so sometimes it might be jacking up shots all the time because you got nobody else on your team that can shoot so right, that might right, be you, you right know what i mean or you might need to get everybody else involved because you can go score 30 but then everybody's standing and watching right. so uh and i i don't care who we play like a lot of times the kids would be like who we play i'm like i don't know i don't really care to be honest because exactly. it's about what you can control you know what i mean so i put a heavy emphasis on that and like i was saying in the beginning on the last interview, like I was like, there's three things I want you to uh, get ready for high school, get your skill set better and then get ready for college if that presents itself. And that's all we've literally done this whole time. So they like they're such a tight knit group for coming from all different backgrounds. Like they're super tight to each other. And I watch them socially, like on social media, they're all tagging each other and doing stuff. It's super dope. dope to see. Yeah. And we like I said, you would think like we were a type of team that just wins all the time just because of how close they are. That had nothing to do with winning. Right. Like nothing. They come like an hour and a half early before practice starts. Wow. They're just chilling, talking to each other. Nice. You know what I mean? So I'm That's like, dope. that type of stuff to me is what's more important than the putting the points on the board and stuff. Like that's way more important to me than that. Because now they're lifelong friends. You know right. what I mean? And they'll work hard. Like I'll work hard for you. You'll work hard for me. Like we work hard for each other because we know each other. We understand mm -hmm. what each other wants to do in life. So we're going to work really hard for each other. That's what we focused with them on. I love that. I yeah. love that a lot. I like that. Yeah. Right. But it hasn't been easy, though. Like, yeah, well, you, yeah. You can't sure. drive to Idaho and then have that same intent. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we went up there a couple of times, got smacked. I was like, well, they're just better than us guys. Like, I don't know you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't do the same exact thing again, but, you know, they're better than us. And so, like, the cool thing, like, so for example, I'll give you one story. Like, we played Salt Lake Metro, and they had this girl who signed to Dixie State, super, super good player. She's, like, 6'4", yeah. just, like, big. You know what I mean? We got destroyed by her. Just absolutely <laughs> demolished, right? Um, we played, went up there next time, and, like, 30 days later, really, and we yeah. went up and played the same exact team, and we beat – I forgot how much we beat them by, but it was – like dominant you know right. what I mean? so like to see that growth mm -hmm. from one time to the next was like everything for me like yeah, I, we can lose every single game from there but like you played an opponent who was bigger stronger faster than you and you dominated that game like nice. that was to me what mattered the most you know what that's I mean? growth so, that's what it's about yeah um uh, uh well putting all that aside uh just what what's your what's your aspirations i mean in your ego i mean we talked about it i think before your your episode now but you know it's yeah. months later and whatnot have you have you kind of reevaluated and thought kind of long-term process for you as a college coach and things like that not really um you know I, 
the I was thinking about that today because I listened to a couple like just entrepreneurial business stuff mm-hmm. all the time, and they talk about like when you're when you're making an impact on people's lives, like how that can morph into other things, and just having a clear vision of who you want to become. And really, I just want to help women's basketball because, like, again, we talked about it before with me going to see the Sacramento Monarchs and seeing them hoop and stuff. Like, I really wanted to take what that high level stuff looked like and make it like palatable for little kids right. or, you know, junior high, high school, whatever, because they're not given that and they don't see it every yeah. single day. Like the NBA, like they do a great job at doing behind the scenes. So like young guys get a chance to see what it is. Absolutely. We know like it's not always like that everywhere. Right, so if right. the women's side did that way more, like mm-hmm. it would be dope to see the, where the women's game would really go. So like I, I, I'm trying to do that as much as I can, get in those environments so I can bring that back as much as I can. And I don't know if that's going to make me – you know, a whole lot of money. I don't know what that is going to like. Look you like you said, you're just taking it one day at a time. No, yeah. that's what's up. That's yeah. Sick. I, um, well, I wanted to talk about just a quick rundown too. Do they have different pro COVID protocols at different levels? Like, like you, I'm like, you kind of mentioned yeah. when we were talking about before the show, but like protocols for D, you know, D1, D2, or NCAA, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, you got a quick rundown of how that works? Yeah. So, what we've been told at least mm-hmm. is that um you for when we play division one schools you have to have three tests in that week or within seven days basically to to play the team and they all have to be negative right okay. so they have a, a pcr test which gives you uh they do a, a prick of your finger to make sure that you or to see if you've had um the the covid at some point mm-hmm. within the last 90 days yeah um and that tests that and then we they also go up your nose as well. And right, then right, they right. have the two antigen tests um, that allows you to know if, and that's more rapid. Um, it gives it within 10 minutes and that, that, that lets you know if you have COVID or not as well, or if you're you know positive or whatever. So right. like we, we, we typically how it goes is like, we'll get, if we have to play a game on like Saturday and you have to get that seven day window ish, we'll test on like Sunday, the PCR one, that's typically like a 48 hour or whatever turnaround. And then we'll test like on a, on a, so if you test on Sunday, then we'll wait Monday, Tuesday, we'll test again on Wednesday. And then we'll test again on Friday, the day before we play the team wow. on Saturday. So Damn. it's three times getting poked in the nose or, <laughs> and it's, yo, it's not like, it's different. Like I've had aggressive people. <laughs> I've had not aggressive people. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just like, it's going to be uncomfortable. So yeah. it's like, I, I kind of got over it. Everybody's makes a big deal out of it. I'm like, look, it's going to happen. I, what I speaking to do now is I look at the person who's actually poking me in the nose. I just give my eye contact the whole time to make it feel super weird. Man, <laughs> 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 like if I'm going to feel yeah. awkward, your ass is about to feel, feel awkward too. Super awkward. You know what I mean? So I give eye contact the whole time. <laughs> just so I can make some That's money. pretty good. It's like, I Otherwise, it's gonna be uncomfortable, man. I can see you doing that for sure. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like you have that picture. Yep. It's just like this, yep. <laughs> looking right at him the shit. whole time. The whole time, it's great. The, uh, well, switching gears, I wanted to talk about uh, the NBA, but I wanted to go, you know, go. Um, obviously, how many games are we in right now? Yeah. Six, seven, maybe okay, somewhere around like there. It. I, I like mean, that. almost to 10. Let's just yeah. put it like that. We're almost to 10 games. Season started on Christmas, so yeah, that's true. Yeah. Almost yeah. to ten games. Um, a lot of interesting narratives. A lot mm-hmm. of uh, different things to talk about. I'm obviously want to narrow the field to mainly. I guess I would say the bigger topics. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, whether you guys watch these teams or not, I think we kind of all still 
gloss or see it at some point to have a thought process. The first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the Wizards, the Wizards mm-hmm. and the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, both teams, actually, because um, they're both in this weird, in my opinion, these weird narratives where, okay, so the Wizards, just to understand them, they are the second worst defensive team in the NBA. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but you look at their roster, and it's very talented. Oh, it yeah. is a very ta- – like, if you look player for player, it's not, yeah. like, a bad lineup. Now, granted, you don't look at them and go, oh, they're going to be champions. champions yeah. But yeah. you look at it, and it's like they're pretty fucking, you know, competitive, oh. right? But yeah. they're the second worst defensive team behind – the clear. they're like a half a point away from the Cavaliers. Wow. And their Cavaliers are like top of the, they haven't lost yet or something like that, right? No, one, they're 8 0 or I don't know. Yeah, are they? Like I don't know. I know Phoenix is fucking killing it right wow. now. Yeah, they're, 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 they're like, I only think they're like 6 and 1 or 5 and 1. That's crazy. Yeah. But I know, um, but yeah, defensively, um, the Wizards are terrible. But, you know, you have uh, Be- uh, uh, Beasley, um, Bradley or Beal. Bradley Beal, sorry, Bradley, not Beal, yeah. uh, Beasley, uh, Bradley Beal, who just, I mean, he's scoring out of his mind. I think he's like second in the league in scoring. Yeah. That's crazy. Westbrook's still averaging his triple-double. He's actually going back more to his mid-range game, less than his three. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Scott, I hate to say because you never want to – as a coach, I never want to blame a coach. But I really don't think Scott Brooks is – he's doing a lot of isos on a team that I don't think needs that type of continuity. Mm, yeah. But that's just my thoughts. I don't know mm. if you guys had any other thoughts on it. Well, with and, the and they're older guys. So like you ISO them the whole year, like that's going to wear them down yeah. for sure. You, yeah. you have what older, like veteran older players, the ball got to move faster because they're not going to move nearly as fast. And like yeah. people know where they're going to get their shots from. So they're going to take all that stuff away. So the ball got to move real fast. And Scott Brooks, like he, man, he was, he had talent like back in the day. Yeah, so, okay, like, see, he would, think, he was, like, uh, he would get KD. some options. But see, that's what yeah. it kind of reminds me of the same ISO ball he was doing basically with LKC. Mm-hmm. ISO moments, I should say, it was uh, with between, between Kevin Durant, James Harden as a six man, and yeah. um, mm-hmm. Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those guys are 20 something, so they could sustain mm-hmm. that. Yeah. level of it it's very reminiscent of that so i, I don't know I, I think he's going to run into some big problems if he doesn't uh I, figure that out i thought this and 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 i actually thought who did i think this for oh for katie and and um and Kyrie. this is what i thought so i heard uh the story that phil jackson would tell mj and kobe like you have the first three quarters the triangle is going to run itself like that's your job mm-hmm. to keep it flowing and mm-hmm. then the fourth quarter 12 minutes, just go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to say nothing. You go get your buckets, mm-hmm. do whatever you do, right? I almost think it should be the same thing for these superstars, like for Bradley Beal and, mm-hmm. and Russ. Like, look, the first two, the first half, because yeah. these guys, they want to get involved, right? Mm-hmm. So the first half, I get everybody involved, set yeah. the table, right? Third quarter, you guys pick who's going to go off. Like, mm-hmm. if it's Bradley, you're going to go off in the third, and then Russ, you end it, mm-hmm. right? If it's the flip-flop, if, like, Russ needs to go off in the third, and then Bradley needs to finish it, because... Bradley Bill is a good finisher. Like, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, finish yeah. a game for you. Like, this is our closer, and Russ, you start the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that might be a great formula for them. Now, I don't know if they have those conversations or not, but, yeah. like, that might be a good idea. Like, same thing with KD. I'm like, yo, I tell KD, you own the third quarter. Like, mm-hmm. that's you. you get yeah. Everybody involved first. Get a couple buckets here and there yeah. to keep the offense flowing. But, like, third quarter KD, that's all you. That I'm third. Get 20 in, in third. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? and right. Kyrie, you do your magic and, and – in the game and win the game, you know, we'll move on to the next game. I think, I think it's possible. Like I can see, cause this, it's still very early for a 72 game season. <laughs> yes. And the way I'm looking at it is 
There's a reason why, in a way, Westbrook chose to go to Washington besides yeah. playing with Bradley Beal. He knows he's going back to a coach he played for yeah. who's going to let him do his thing. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, they are in the East. Westbrook is in the East now. Mm-hmm. So there's a better chance of, even though the East has gotten better, a better yeah. chance of them making the playoffs. Yeah. You know, and then at the same time, you know, he can go back to averaging a triple-double. And, and what I what, to me, because I, th- I still think it's early, I feel like they're still learning how to play t- together, yeah. is that what... Westbrook did for Paul George the time when he was with OKC. Mm-hmm. Paul George was MVP candidate. Yeah. Most, you know, one of his highest averages. I see that for Bradley Beal playing. Because to me, it's just they're still figuring it out. Yes. Beal's still getting his points. Yeah. And, I and feel, it is very early. I yeah, do want to yeah. agree with you there. It and, is still early. Yeah. And Russ is trying to figure, see how he can fit in. Because to me, Beal is the closer on that team. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like that's where it's going. Like they're trying to figure things out. Because like you said, if you really think about it, it's only those two on that team. It, like, man. it's not like they got a third option or they have that one rookie from overseas who's pretty good, who's like top 10, the European kid. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's going to be kind of like if you think about the East, you know, uh, uh, Embiid and Simmons, Kyrie. Ooh, and they're KD. nice. Like, yeah. Philly yeah. is real good. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. For really, no, really good. With Doc, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't win a championship or get to the finals, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. you... Well, we're going to talk about the Clippers because they looking <laughs> very strange, too. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but, I wanted, well, sure. uh, but I wanted to talk about, of course, because this is my team, obviously, mm-hmm. and... And Bulls? of course, uh, Chicago Bulls? no oh. false, and uh, that's your team. <laughs> and then, uh, all, and of course, all is right in the universe because everybody <laughs> wanted to see this light skinned motherfucker fail, and, that, and that's uh, you know uh, the the Warriors. You know what I mean? They are definitely a victim of the uh, basketball NBA. Uh, what, what's the term? It's recentism or recently something. Some term where they basically say yeah. people only remember yep. what you, you did, like the fact. Yeah. The fact that Steph Curry, people are literally like basking in joy that Steph Curry <laughs> has to struggle. Like they're like, yeah, see, he can't do it on his own. Yeah. Try to be LeBron. How is he unanimous MVP? Well, I mean, you see the comments. You see yeah. the, you know, I watch the sports announcement. I'm like, funny. damn, that is crazy to me. Like this, it's that much. But again, why, why are we, why are we gonna really ignore the fact that? This day and age in basketball, you cannot win with one superstar Ever. on an mm-hmm. NBA team. Yep. It sh- nobody can. Nope. Nope. Nobody can. I'm sorry. Like that's I, I like Lillard, but that's one of his fatal mm-hmm. flaws is yep. the loyalty he has to the Blazers. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not and not knocking uh, uh, CJ because mm-hmm. yeah. he's a very talented guy. But mm-hmm. let, let's be real; he's not a superstar. We know yeah, the difference right. between a, a star player and all star and a superstar. Mm-hmm. There are tiers to this shit. There yeah. are levels to this shit. You, you cannot. This is an NBA nowadays. Yeah, you cannot win with one superstar. Yeah. Right. You just you you can't. Even even the complimentary pieces have to be all stars. Yeah. yeah. Those sure. all stars are your complimentary pieces. <laughs> Before crazy. you could have a star starter. Yeah. Like if you want a definition of a star starter like uh, Steve Kerr, uh, Ron Harper, uh, mm-hmm. if you want to go back to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Uh, uh, Which, by the way, was terrible yeah. past, like, the eighth man. Yeah. They had nobody. Right. Like, they were really, really bad <laughs> exactly. from eight all the way to 15. I they agree. Were really bad. Totally agree with you. So it's just like, you, but now in this NBA, you can't, you can't have a, a star starter and that be enough. And yeah. essentially, you know, that's what Steph Curry stuck with. Yeah, but, yeah. Because you lost... 
50% of your shooting power with Clay Thompson, <laughs> yeah. you know, and sh- and You're going prayers to up to you, brother, like yeah. with the torn Achilles, because, you know, for one, I definitely yeah. have a heart for that one. But uh, you're not going to win. So it's just really funny. I don't know. It's very interesting to me to see the reactions of people saying, like, see, he can't do it. He shouldn't have got MVP. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think a lot of it, too, is, you know, when especially that, that that dynasty that you guys had where y'all y'all were whooping everybody's ass like yes blow out absolutely yep. so to see y'all getting blow out now <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's, what, that's what's happening right you know y'all getting killed true i feel like everybody's looking at it like oh you know what i'm saying like <laughs> get finally getting your own medicine you know what but I'm no but the warriors have been getting that for years for real was it like so it's like what what that's true mean? too, and we, and and they did. But to be fair, they did create their outside of the KD trade. Mm-hmm. They created their star uh, yeah. presence the yeah. natural way. For sure, yeah, for did. sure, they did it through the for draft. Sure. Yep. They did it through some uh, uh, veteran uh, yeah. acquisitions yep. in Iguodala mm-hmm. and Sean mm-hmm. Livingston because yeah. nobody thought Iguodala and Livingston and Bogut, and Bogut. would have yeah. the careers. That, I mean, yeah. we even had Barbosa. We yeah. had the Brazilian blur. After Phoenix, I mean, yeah. come on, they yeah, did it all States, the natural way. It was it just is. the one. It was just the one year yeah. when, uh, you know, the one or two, excuse me, two years once we got mm-hmm. KD, mm-hmm. and they really took on their persona that yeah, people feel like fuck them. <laughs> and I think it also shows, you know, what I'm saying how important Curry and Clay are are two different individuals, but at yeah. the end of the day, it shows how much Curry needs Clay because yep. that's the offense. Curry. Is now getting double teamed, focused on where, with if when somebody has to focus on Clay, Curry's doing his thing. So yeah. now, because Draymond's not that, he's no. not like that. No. Nope. Kelly Oubre, Wiggins are not like that. Oh, so that, way too young. Wiggins, yeah, definitely yeah, I'm not, not a like fan that. of Wiggins on yeah. the board. I'm just not. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to be yeah, honest. He was number one pick too. It was just crazy. Number one. But I think it shows that like how important Clay is yeah. for Curry as well. It's like you have those two just running around. What the hell are you gonna do? Yeah. Exactly. Now it's just one guy yeah. and you're watching Draymond waiting to pass it. So yeah. that's what it is. I mean, I like Wiseman though. Wiseman's the yes. future. Wiseman, oh, that's, that's one positive. That is you know? definitely because again, yeah. the Warriors organization have proven they are very <laughs> yes. savvy when it comes to drafting. Because yeah. again, they build everything yeah. the natural way. Yeah. And I was really happy with that Wiseman yes. pick. People were like, well, why didn't we get Mellow? What the fuck are we need Mellow <laughs> for? Like no, no, exactly. No, yeah. I was like, no, we do not need Melo go with Wiseman. And he's show, Wiseman showing versatility. He's mm-hmm. showing an ability to shoot and mm-hmm. dribble. And again, he's very young. Yeah. He's going to have to learn. But man, the potential on that kid's great. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Uh, James Harden. Yeah. Uh, just quick. Uh, <laughs> any predictions where he might go? Because there's so many teams that are talking there in the air. I, what do you I guys predict? I think he's staying in Houston. I don't think there's any team that's going to need a service because, I mean, the reality is is that, I mean, somebody's obviously feeding him the information to do what he's doing because mm-hmm. nobody just chooses. to. He didn't just do that mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Like, he, somebody's yeah. somebody's giving him that information because he didn't do that before. He wasn't. He didn't have this track record of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now he's all of a sudden yeah. making, you know, he's, he's always came in overweight. He's always been that. Like, yeah. he's always... But he also got a like an old man game too, so it's kind of yeah. like he don't really need mm-hmm. to be in shape. And For in fact, real. if you look at everybody, like all the Europeans and all that stuff, they're they're playing their way into shape. Yeah. They're not coming in shape. You right. know what I mean? Because they didn't really have like a training camp per se, so they're playing their way in shape. And and he's not interested in instant results. But even he can still get forty and be out of shape. Mm-hmm. He gets forty four without even wanting to be on the team, which is yeah. wild. <laughs> but I think he's gonna be on the team, but. 
but I, I what I don't think is going to work is him and DeMarcus. Like, I don't mm, think those mm-hmm. two are going to work at all. I, although DeMarcus kind of understands his role mm-hmm. and responsibility. I watch his body language yeah. on the bench. Yeah, yeah. It's I bad, see, yeah. man. Like, he, you can tell, like, one, he wants to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, he knows... He's like PJ Tucker. Like you really, you know, playing against these post players. Like really, you know. Right, and, right. and so, like I can yeah. tell, he wants to be out there, but he also knows physically he's just limited. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like he fouls a lot. He has his his history. So officials are doing what they're doing. But like, I, I don't think that dynamic's gonna work because Demarcus is not mm-hmm. gonna want to chill and he's just an watch alpha. you. He's yeah, an alpha he's also. not gonna want to do that. The other on the other side, like I think. I just don't think that that dynamic is going to work, which is going to ruin the yeah. whole the whole thing. Yeah, okay. for what sure. What about you, Mark? I feel like 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 Ted was saying, especially with Demarcus. You know, I feel like like I said, it's so early. Yeah, nobody wanted to touch on nobody's nope. toes. <laughs> but cousins, the way his personality is, he's an alpha. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying regardless of what has happened to him. Yeah, he want. I seen I seen a video where he was him and him and Harden. It was a pick and roll situation. Harden was being lazy off the pick and roll, yep. and Cousins was looking at him like, "What the? You know, because how Harden is sometimes on the defense. Oh, yeah. He's looking at him because you know he left uh, Cousins out to dry. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like you know, and he just rolled his eyes and walked yeah. back, and that's contagious. You know yep. what I'm saying? And so I feel like if they really thought that Harden, John Wall, and Cousins were the future, that's not going to last. Not going to last, man. But the thing with Harden is, which is, I don't, and, and you never know what the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I never fucking knew KD was going to go to the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I checked my phone, and it just shows how crazy the NBA is, but I just feel like with Harden, from everything I'm hearing from the 76ers to the Boston Celtics to possibly Miami, the Nets, the Nets yeah. you're going to have to give up those young talent, yeah. right? Especially with Boston. I've been hearing about Boston Jalen Brown has been really playing really good, and Tatum as well. Are you really going to give up one of those guys for Jaylen Harden? Jalen Brown's going to be gone before. Yeah, you know Tatum. what I'm saying. And yeah. then 76ers, where yes, Ben Simmons and Embiid have. You know, you don't know what they're going to do, but are you really going to nah. give up one of them nope. for Harden? Nope. <laughs> you know, and you know, KD ain't going to give up his boy Kyrie no. to get Harden. Nope. You know, and then even Miami. Are you going to give up Tyler Hero? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you going to, because you're going to have to, maybe you give up Jimmy Butler, but it's not going to just be Jimmy Butler. No, so that's pieces. the thing where I'm like, and especially how Harden has been kind of portraying himself. Yeah. I don't even know if anybody wants to touch him. Yeah. Especially for young talent. Yeah. But you never know with the NBA, man. He might come to the King. Shoot. They might just give it, they might <laughs> give Darren Fox, everybody, everybody, everybody just to bring, you never know. They need box so, office here. They need yeah. people that are going to put butts in the seats. Exactly. And, you know, well, see, buy stuff. and that's what I was going to allude to. I say, I think, because there's no crowds yeah um mm-hmm. technically right i mean your crowds are now either espn streaming services or yeah. you know cable um but yeah like with no crowds i think that also raises a good question on why some of these trades and things might not happen yeah. because they're like normally yeah, yeah you would True. bring in you would bring mm-hmm. in a box office, but there ain't no fucking box office because <laughs> everything's shut down. That's true. I, that was just the last thing I wanted to touch up on, too. Do you guys are, well, one of the last two things. Uh, do you think that plays a factor, having no crowds is why? Because there's been a lot of blowouts, period. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. My mm-hmm. Warriors been getting their ass kicked, but there's just, it's just weird. A lot of teams been getting blown out, mm-hmm. period. And it's not necessarily always the weaker teams. Nope. It's just these odd scores, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Very... Very few games are being played close, and I'm, I, I, I really feel like it's because there's no crowd. I just feel like because you get so accustomed to that, you know, you go from being a high level high school player full of crowds to a high level AAU full of crowds. 
noise. Like we've all played in like a quiet gym. It's just odd. Mm-hmm, it just yeah. feels yep. mm-hmm. weird. You know yep. what I mean? And, and and then go, especially some a lot of these guys who go do go to college. They play these D ones and packed houses, mm-hmm. full of screaming mm-hmm. arenas and college culture. Yep. You're in the NBA for years and years. You're used to. 20,000, you know, 10,000, 15,000 people in the crowd. Now you're yep. at zero, basically. Yep. You're essentially <laughs> in a big, empty mm-hmm. fucking void. Yep. I know the NBA does a phenomenal job mm-hmm. at trying to create the sound, trying to simulate. Weird. But I, It's weird. Right. I've, I've been, like, you. we play USF, and yeah. they pipe in the noise. It's it's eerie, dude. <laughs> right. It's, it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. got, you've been, oh, now, yeah, it's those D1s, you've been in those empty yep. arenas. It has to feel yeah. It's just weird. different. And then again, you, of course, they say the players have to create their own energy, which I yeah, get. They, but, yeah. yeah, I don't even think uh, they can um, – I don't even think they can shake hands the right way. Or they, you know what I mean? It just feels yeah. like they all sitting socially distant on the bench. and yeah. I, I don't know, Which is man. weird. If you're getting tested all the time, why are you socially distant? Yeah, exactly. That's true. I don't, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't get that. If everybody's negative – and you playing like why are you distanced i think i think a lot of the reason because you're you're right about the blowouts yeah. you know what i'm saying like and i think in my opinion because i know that because of covid they're so if for example i know that if uh brooklyn is going to play atlanta they stay in atlanta for three to four days uh. yes to to cut down the traveling and, and mm-hmm. i can tell because you know, i've been watching a lot of basketball the first game is competitive. Yeah. They go back to the hotel. <laughs> da, da, da. Okay, we got to play them again. The energy is different. Where it's like, okay. And then you got one, the third game. Like, I can tell, you know, even as a player, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Especially if you're playing a team every single time. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, oh, today you blow me out. This day I blow you I out. Blow, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think... I think that's one of the besides, yes, of course, definitely the fans. You don't have, you know, nobody to hype you up. But I think that also plays a part because they're trying to cut down the traveling of... You know, if L.A. is going to go to play Dallas, they're going to be in Dallas for three to four days, yep. you know what I'm saying, and play them. Because I'm noticing like when I'm watching the highlights, I'm like, didn't they just play Dallas yesterday? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I mean, I don't know how to explain that, you know what I'm saying, knowing that, okay, you're you're not playing a new team tonight. You're playing the same person right. the next three to four nights. It's almost like a playoff series every single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think honestly. some of the players knowing that okay, it ain't the playoffs, right. you know how pros are, NBA players are like, oh, you know, well. You know, I dropped 30 last night, you know, yep. let the other guys on the bench handle tonight. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, I can yep. just, I feel that vibe when I'm watching some of these games. So, I don't know. I think that's because, like, yeah, like, the, the scores are kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but they, you know, it's early, so I guess we'll. Yeah. Well, because I, yeah. okay, so the, the what I've learned is that they say it's a make or miss league, right? So, like, the <laughs> game is literally key or three. Like, it's either you're getting yeah. to the cup. Mm-hmm. And, and the teams find a different way to do it, like. Every team has their system of how you're going to get the same shots. It's right. Just like either <laughs> yeah. going to be a shot at the rim or it's going to be right. a three-point three driving right. kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or you're going to swing it somehow. Like, that's literally what it is. So, as pros, like, you already know that's where the shots are going to come yeah. from. It's just a matter of waiting until you get your shot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going to make it. So, I think you see... I mean, they're, everybody's competitive. They want to win, but like, I think you see some of that. Like, well, at you know, I know I'm gonna get my shot at this point in the game because yeah. somebody's gonna come in for this. I'm gonna be the emphasis. I'm gonna do my job on defense, so I do whatever I gotta do on offense. I gotta make my five shots or three out of the five every single time, and I get my <laughs> mm-hmm. you know two hundred fifty thousand for the game, and I'll move on. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I think that's that's something to do with it. I don't yeah. know like to the extent, but like, because I'm not a, I've never played in the NBA. I don't really know. Right, right, right. But like. You can watch, you watch and see how people play. I mean, at the professional level, like everything is, you, everybody's good. So, you know, based on everybody's skill set, what type of shots are going to happen. Yeah. So, I I think you see some of that, especially if you're playing 72 games or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, like 
they they that's one of the things they they tell everybody or at least the vets tell like the young people like you get this is a long season man mm-hmm. like, you you yep. can't get too crazy yeah. you know, right all the way because you're gonna burn out like halfway yeah. through the season and not have anything to to build up to so it's almost like the first half of the season everybody's learning yeah. everybody's tendencies yeah. and they're yeah. still competing and winning yeah. if you have a better team you're just gonna blow people out but yeah. like, everybody's learning and then the yeah. second half of season now it's like yep. now we're really competing after all-star break yeah now it's time to really get to work it seems yeah. like so like i think you're seeing a little bit of that yeah. right now people are like oh, i don't really care but yeah. like you find the next game when they play like for example when we played college of idaho we uh we lost to them by two you know and we we played terribly like yeah. to be honest we, we played really bad we had a lot of turnovers uh, we didn't walk into the situation um, executing the game plan. We just went out there and played, expecting it to be like how it was when we played three D ones back to back to back. <laughs> we the, the game was called way tighter. We couldn't mm. adjust, so we ended up losing by two to that team. Right next, the next game, literally the next day we played him, we were up twenty after the first quarter, <laughs> up wow. thirty Damn. at halftime. You know what crazy. I mean? So it's like a yeah. polar opposite, but yeah. we like we we figured out like what it took yeah. for us to like yeah. just compete the whole time and not mm-hmm. worry about everything else. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think you're going to see some of that, yeah. that happens when you get those back to backs. Yep. Very cool. I, um, a couple of things, um, uh, uh, before we close out or whatever, but, uh, the biggest thing, um, I want to kind of wanted to talk about, uh, just cause just us as black men just sitting here talking about this stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I saw it on some of my social media and it's becoming gaining more and more steam. Cause a lot of celebrities are endorsing it. Uh, it's an online bank, uh, Greenwood Bank. Mm. Um, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, first black online bank. You know, there that's time. that's typically exactly right. <laughs> There's a lot of obviously online bank. I mean, cryptocurrency and online banking is pretty much the norm. It's the future. You know, brick and mortar banks, which is like the Chase, the bank, U, uh, U.S. banks, Wells Fargo's, things like that. They're becoming. They're not going to go away, right. but they are becoming yeah. less relied on. It's becoming more about credit unions and online banks and. Mm. You know, you, you got investment apps like Acorns, uh, uh, Wellfront, uh, Betterment, like all these stuff. Like even I have a few online banks that I yeah. put my money in, you know what I mean? Because of the interest. Well, uh, basically Killer Mike, Jesse Williams. Nope. Uh, uh, been talking lot, about that for a while. Yeah, Killer a lot Mike of other prolific black celebrities. Um, they created what are, it's in the works right now. It's about to be created called Greenwood Bank. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah, and I, I actually... Uh, uh, pre Mike, man. pre uh, 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 signed up to get my account to get my check-ins account or whatever because um, that's what they're doing right now it's not finalized yet but it is in the pre-process and they have a bunch of that's people it. ready to sign up and it's Dope. it's a bank geared for the black and latin community nice. so i just thought that was hey. just a big deal to talk about that's you dope. know what i mean definitely um uh, us as black men and and the culture just um you know doing something positive like that well, did you hear about Master P and Baron Davis going to buy out yeah, Reebok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First black owned, yeah. first bl- Master P and uh, yes. BD. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're going to be the first black people to own shoe company. Yeah. Like, like a that. For, Reebok. Reebok. And yeah. Splash Killer Mike. <laughs> but no. yeah. They've been talking about that for a while. Like, mm-hmm. I, I talked about it all the time. Like, when the bank, when the government was given or people were investing in black businesses, they said, we're going to give you know, hundred million dollars here or seven, you know, million dollars here. I'm like, all right, that's dope. But where's our infrastructure so that we know that it can be generational. Mm-hmm. And I could not find work there. We had no financial institutions. We don't, we don't have groceries. I think we don't there's have one black bank in Southern California. In Southern California. It's uh, one United. Yep. I think, cause I looked oh, that up shit. too. That's yep. it. That's, that's it. Wow. it, man. And I'm like, you know, we got to have stuff that allows 
uh, the money to come in and stay in that community for Mm -hmm. whatever people need to come in and use that those dollars and and that's been my biggest thing is when i heard all that stuff i said that's dope that they're getting the money but is it gonna are we gonna get it and just give it back because mm-hmm. we know the dollar doesn't stay very long or are we going to build infrastructure that allows these, these dollars to stay in for a long time? Are we going to build transportation services, hospitals, things like that, that services the communities that, that, that we need, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, I didn't see a whole lot of it, but it's good that that's starting to happen. Yeah. And that's yeah, what absolutely. I'm Well, it support. looks like uh killer Mike and some of them have now created the start. They that's started the catalyst. Time. So applaud, get it. applaud to them uh, big time. So uh, respectfully disrespectful. Oh I only had a you know one oh topic, boy. and we, we alluded to it earlier. Um, uh, it was about offers, right? Yeah. Offers. Yeah. Uh, we know some of you parents and kids listen yeah. uh, to our show, which is great. Keep doing that, um, even though you know I definitely know I have a lot of color commentary. But yeah. uh, the biggest thing is, you know, what constitute a, co- a college offer? Because I think like we were talking about before the show, some of you parents and some of you kids are very confused on what an offer is or even how that necessarily plays out because, and how colleges perceive you uh, when you post on your social media, the 30 different offers you got, you know (laughs) what I mean? They, and, and and just cause you receive an email from a coach doesn't mean that's an offer just cause uh, your, whatever be your recruiting company or, you know, your AAU coach mm-hmm. uh, puts you on the phone mm-hmm. with a mm-hmm. assistant, uh, or the third assistant college coach <laughs> at UC Davis doesn't mean you yeah, got yeah, an yeah. offer. I mean, you yeah. know, j- yeah. it's I just figured, especially you, Ted, because we were all talking about that earlier. You know, yeah. let, let's talk about what an offer is or how is that constituted? Yeah. So there, it, it's different levels. Uh, everybody has the way that they do it. Um, I, I know. If we tell you that you have a spot on our roster, that is an offer. Like, we want you to be a part of our team. Mm-hmm. You've came up for a visit or you go, like, unseen or whatever. We really like your game. You have a roster spot if you decide to come to us. Like, that is an offer. We're literally saying you have a roster spot if you choose to come. If somebody's like, I like your game, you're a really good player, you can work on these things, that is not an offer. <laughs> Even though people will say it is. That they'll is go, conversation. They'll, 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 they'll put <laughs> it, they'll make, a, they'll make a graphic, you know, that nice yeah. little graphic or make a nice little, you know, offer yeah. from, you know, it's, that's Boise not State it. all of a sudden. Like. So so I view it like this, and, and you know, I'm sure, because, again, I've understood now coming back into this whole thing, everybody kind of has their way of doing it. But, like, there's interest, right? So, like, me getting to know you are I, i'm interested in your game you are a six foot two shooting guard like i like you you're a really good player right, right? then there's being recruited which is like we're starting to have the conversation you're on my like rotation of like either texting or calling mm. or i'm giving you information about the school you're telling me about yourself what how we fit into this whole thing we're developing relationship that's the recruitment process right um and then we get you on a visit all that other stuff in any eye level there's no such thing as like officials because there's you know there's we the institution can't pay for stuff and you know mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a bunch of extra stuff but like ncaa it's a little different right so you get your five visits you can go on it the institution pays for all of it everything else is unofficial so people don't know like some people don't know but you visit division one schools you only get five of those things mm-hmm. right so you go on those five that's it <laughs> everything right. else is an unofficial right so they know okay um 
And so if the coach is like, yeah, we, we like you, want you to be a part of our, if you decide to take it, then they draw up the paperwork and here you go. There's your national letter of intent. You sign it at the national signing day because for NCAA is different than for NEIA. NEIA is just like a promise that we're going to give you the scholarship dollars. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But for NCAA, it's a national letter of intent. It's like it's a legal document. Right? Well, that's so, good. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Make that clear so yeah. a parents can understand what a letter of intent is. Yeah. So that's it, good. You're, it's legally binding. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So we, you know, for 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 us, it's it's more of like, well, we want you to be on this team. We, we have the discount on education that works for you or not. I don't really know, but we want you to be a part of us. So that is an offer from us. Now, some people may look at that differently and say, whatever. That's how we do it, mm-hmm. right? So everybody, I, I would talk to the coach about like, hey. You know, do you see me as a part of your team? Yes or no. Right. And that kind of skews the conversation to be more of like, okay, are you going to eventually give me one or not? Right. Because if the coach is like, I like your game, but we have other people in front of you because one, we just been recruiting people before we talked to you. Right. There's if if you're a shooting guard and we have a hundred people in that position, like you're a hundred and one doesn't mean that's where you are in a depth. It just means that we've been recruiting people. We've been doing our yes. job. Right. So I don't want parents or your kids to think like you're not important you know you are but in the depth as far as everything when they met you you might be 101 of 100 that they're talking to now the depth of conversation your grades how you play what specifically you do how not even highly you're like talked about or because everybody's selling at some point yes. to them. but like i'm more interested in are you going to stay and are you going to slow practice down or not because mm-hmm. oh man a lot of schools they'd be like look we don't want you to be a part of it because you're slowing our practices down we're trying to win a national championship and we're having to take extra time to tell you what to do and how to do it yes. want you. i'm sorry you know what i mean so um but it's really important that an offer if it's if a coach a head coach in particular says, we want you to be a part of our team, not the assistant coach saying, I really think you can be a part of this. That's not, that's different, right? right. The head coach has to say like, Hey, I want you to be a part of our team because that's the person that signs off on it at the end of the day. They report mm-hmm. to the AD and right. all the other stuff. Yeah. Then at that point you can say, yeah, that's an offer from that school. Yeah. Okay. You know? So like it's, it, it there's so many gray areas with it because you you would say, well, the assistant coach really likes me. Yeah, great, mm-hmm. but they have to report to the head coach. Yeah. And the head coach has to sign off on it saying like, yeah, I think this kid's going to help us out or not. So that's what an offer is. And so for me personally, and we were talking about this earlier, like, look, I love the, the process. Like, I love it. I think everything yes. should be celebrated. I just know for me personally, I want to celebrate the next part of your journey, which means that we did our job in the high school. So if you're committed to a place or signed, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to post that because that means that we've done our work and out of respect for the other schools that are talking to you. So that was, you probably alluding to this, but yeah, that's probably one of the things like if there's four or five schools, depending on what school is talking to who, like if I know, let's say uh, Stanford is talking to a girl, the same girl, probably not going to get her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we don't know what's important to that young lady. Like Stanford might be dope, but like that might not be important for her. Like mm-hmm. she might want to go to this school to Jessup. Now I don't, that's an extreme example, right, right, but right. like it kind of works that way a little bit. Like yeah. there, if there's two schools that are kind of similar, but one's been marketed better than the other ones, but I've never gone on a visit to that other one. I'm going to visit that school and see what it's about. Cause I have a relationship with the coach. We've talked for the last three, four months or yeah. two, three years, whatever it might be like I'm developing a relationship. That's quality. I actually want to be interested in that school. And I right. might end up going to that one versus the one that's bigger time. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I think that's important for the parents to understand and kids like it is about fit a hundred percent. And 
I heard somebody say it never, never, ever, ever not take a phone call. Like always talk to every single coach. Right. Because you just don't know Mm -hmm. what the school is about. It might be the best academic school that can set you up for success for the rest of your life. And because you see it's a D2 that's in the middle of nowhere, you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. And that might stupid. be the best school for you. You just yeah. don't know. You right. know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's important. So for, as far as the offer thing, like an offer is if the head coach tells you, general rule of thumb, hmm. if the head coach is telling you, we want you to be a part of our team, we have a roster spot for you. If you decide to come, you can 100% say that's an offer from the school. Go nice. crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, if they don't say that and the assistant coach is like, I really like you. I think you can play for us. Please don't post. <laughs> You're about to get me fired. <laughs> no, do not post that at I'm, all. I'm glad you Don't make I'm no graphics. Don't hit up nobody talking about. No, don't do none of that. Because I, I do feel, um, yeah, I do feel uh, there's a lot of, you know, on the AAU side of it, I just, I feel there's a lot of AAU coaches that try to take advantage of those type of, of things because of the, they, because most of my connections are mainly like assistant coaches, you yeah. know, because they're usually sure. guys around my age uh, uh, that are trying to work their way up through the system. Because yeah. I know, and I'm glad I have connections with those guys, because eventually they mm-hmm. will become head coaches, yep. and then I will have those reports with them, just like your guy yeah. at, at Scotland yeah. Prep. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Sully. so that's. What I, but I'm very aware of that. That's yep. why I never sit there and be like, oh, I got this kid an offer here. I got mm-hmm. No, I didn't get him shit because I didn't talk to a head coach. If yeah. I talk to a head coach yep. and that head coach yeah. goes, like, oh, I like them. I like, them yeah, they say oh, to me, oh, yeah. like, hey, Chris, I really fuck with this guy. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the head coach from Lewis and Clark hit me up about Anthony, yeah, and yeah, I had yeah. to tell him, like, yeah, you can hit him up, but he ain't going to be eligible. <laughs> he ain't going yeah, <laughs> to be eligible. Yeah. But, you know, that that's – a head coach giving me like yeah. the green light to say, nah, we're giving this kid an offer. Yep. But there are a lot of uh, AU coaches, I think, out there that try to manipulate those type of yeah. situations. And there's a lot of gray area with it. There's yeah. a lot of misinformation and not enough information being passed along. And I think that could be something that could be talked about a whole lot more. Just like understanding what is and what isn't. And, it, and again, it it is a business at that level and at this level. So we are all trying to help pr- promote our kids the most as we can. Right. And we're also trying to attract new people. We're recruiting all the time. Right. So uh, fortunately for a club like YBA, we it's all in house already. There's mm-hmm. like a, a farm system. But like for a lot of other clubs, who don't have the 400 kids or whatever. Like you have to recruit all the time. And so that is a good thing. If you see like somebody's getting offered from another school or whatever it is or the, from that club and they're consistently getting promoted and and coaches are talking to them. Like, yeah, I, if I'm a kid, I want to go to play in college. I might go and check them out, you know. Right. Right. So I don't, I don't, I'm not against any of that. I just, me personally, I'm not going to do it because I, my, and my understanding and, and the relationship that I respect that they're having conversations with the kids and getting to know, uh, know them more, like they can go deeper into that conversation if there's no pressure from those outside influences. And that's just me personally. Um, but that could be a hundred percent wrong and I might be doing it wrong. And, you know, somebody might be like, well, no, you need to do it this way. Right. That's cool. But. You know, just out of respect for the other coaches and other and other programs, you know, to give yeah. them the chance to do that. So, well, there ain't no wrong way to do it. Yeah, I want to uh, do my shout outs real quick before you before we wrap up. Um, the one to say, uh, give a shout out and, and you know, hope they're winning and having a good time. Uh, there's uh, AU basketball going on in uh, Arizona okay. this past weekend right now. I I forget the 
tournament. I think it's made hoops or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Courtney's out there. Courtney and Aja. They're okay. doing the uh, Lady Soldiers. Lady Soldiers. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. doing the Lady Good Soldiers. So definitely want to give them a shout out. I hope that's going well yeah. with you guys. Um, you know, the hardest thing to do is win on the road, especially yep. uh, in AAU because it's basically – all-star team against all-star team so you know hope hope that's going well and then uh jada definitely have to uh hey, give, yep, give, uh, jada. give a splash of jada give a couple couple for her um yeah. she uh she was out there killing it she yep. she splashing I, I, yeah exactly yeah. she's out there splashing having a having a good breakout game yep. um in case you guys don't remember jada's was on the show uh she goes to portland state yep. uh please go check that episode out if you know you're curious oh yeah that was what's that episode three yeah three episode three, three. Yeah. um she uh she went six for eight from three yeah right mm. 20 points 20 points started too yeah hey. so you know i'm uh, congratulations jada very That's proud sick. of you you know shout out obviously from everybody here you know uh, uh tap myself and mark and uh ty we all are very proud of you and you know keep keep grinding this season out because it's still pretty even early yeah. in the college Super season early. right so you know go out there and keep doing your thing um, any other thoughts, Mark, or anything like that? No, no. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. 2021. Yeah, we made it, right? <laughs> so, again, just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening and keep supporting because the good part is we do have a lot of people that are listening <laughs> and supporting because I'm looking at the numbers and ain't like it's zero every month. <laughs> hey. I was I was sharing with Ty and Mark not too long ago the, the average U.S. podcast because there's a lot more coming out more and more but the average u.s podcast gets anywhere from 160 to 170 uh downloads a month yeah we're our lowest month of downloads was 380 hey, that was our lowest let's month go. Let's our go. highest month i think was like almost a thousand Damn. no almost a thousand like 800 okay. 900 something like that so moving on up yeah <laughs> so you know obviously we're teetering some around that 400 range as far as our average downloads per month and that's honestly without us being the most consistent because shit every weekend is hard for us yeah. to always necessarily get together yep. but uh no thank you for those who are listening and downloading and just giving feedback i know i get feedback i'm sure mark yep. does i know ty does um thank you again for yep. coming on the show i yeah, figured man. this would be great to have uh have someone who was our first guest be the starter of our our new year yes, once sir. a year i don't mind doing it yeah once marcellus <laughs> couldn't make it i was like you know what ted would be a great fit for yeah. this one so yeah, i'm glad to have you here and have your updates uh mark you got anything to add no no we out all right man help everybody safe again smash destroy incinerate annihilate chris stop um i'm trying to figure out that like button it helps with the algorithm chris, stop. <laughs> i'm trying to come up with some good words here not man. working um <laughs> thank you for my unofficial sponsor hennessy uh you helped well, me through the show <laughs> you oh, helped me through the what? show <laughs> every time i'm on the show you got something crazy <laughs> But no, uh, in a serious note, man, I hope everybody's safe out there. Stay safe from COVID. We know basketball is in a tough spot right now for you youth guys and girls. So hang in there, please. Uh, hopefully by the month of February, things will be going out for you. I don't think there's a high school season, but the great part is you do have an AAU season. Yep. So look forward to that. Look forward to your clubs. Uh, my YBA people are out there listening. We're trying to figure it out, too. Stay strong. Uh, stay safe. And I guess we are out.